Witness history at Roland Garros, where old rivalries meet new talent on the clay battleground. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled access as the world's top players in tennis face off to see if the veterans maintain their dominance or if a fresh face rises to challenge them. Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. In a city known for hockey, Team World put up a shutout in the first period. Welcome to TC Live as we head into day two of the Labor Cup in Vancouver, Canada. Plenty of hope remaining for Team Europe as the points double today. Here's the lineup beginning with Taylor Fritz and Andre Rublev. Then it's Kasparud and Tommy Paul. In the night session, we've got Francis Tiafo facing Hubie Hercotch. And the doubles has Ben Shelton teaming up with Felix Auger-Aliassime to play Hercotch and Gael Monfils. Here's what's on the way over the next half hour. A dominating day one in Vancouver for Team World as they swept the first four matches to make Labor Cup history. Plus, halfway around the globe, Seb Korda into the quarterfinals on the Asian swing. We'll tell you what's next for the young American. And we will revisit the best bites from Roger Federer and Jim Courier last night with some surprise guests chiming in as well. Come on into the studio in Santa Monica, California. Steve Weisman, happy to be back alongside my friend Paul Anico and my other good friend John Wertheim over on the big screen. It is a brave new world, both literally and figuratively. Team World, the Tempest on day one. They swept the singles and the doubles. First time in history that's been done, day one of the Labor Cup. So today we start with Andre Rublev looking to quell the storm against your guy, Taylor Fritz. Initial thoughts on that matchup coming up in about 30 minutes. Well, we were just talking about how great this format is, right? That the points are double today and tomorrow they're three instead of one from the first day for each match. Today it's two. So there's so much tennis to be played. Really important for Rublev to get off to a good start here. You got to get some momentum somehow. You have to kind of quell the storm a little bit. Team Europe, Bjornborg looks nice and relaxed with Andre Rublev getting him... Uh, just free swinging, but they've had some battles, have Rublev and Fritz. Fritz up four to three in their head-to-head. -head. Still not quite sure why they count uh, Next Gen as a match that's a head-to-head -head match, but they do. They do. Um, and it was indoor hardcore as well. In, it was indoor hardcore. And, and look, Rublev exactly. won this year on clay. Yep. And, and Fritz won last uh, last year in 22, two times on hard courts. They've had great matches. I expect another one today. What do you think, John? Uh, does Fritz keep this going for Team World, or, or can Team Europe and Andre Rublev kind of get a point on the board here? Witness history at Roland Garros, where old rivalries meet new talent on the clay battleground. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled access as the world's top players in tennis face off to see if the veterans maintain their dominance or if a fresh face rises to challenge them. Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. Yeah, we were talking about uh, cool and dispassionate Bjorn Borg. I'd like to know what he's doing to fire up his team after getting blanked yesterday. But, uh, no, this should be an interesting match. It's possible. This is the eighth time they've met, 4-3 to Fritz. They've played a couple times indoors, but they've split those as well. A lot of momentum. We'll get to it later. But Rublev got some doubles action in, so he might be 
a little bit more warmed up, but this is a chance for uh, for Team World to really lay it on and really build up that points. And we were talking about these are the big guns, right? Taylor Fritz, top-ranked guy. We got Andre Rublev, top-ranked guy. So uh, a lot at stake between these two players. That's coming up in about a half hour. Let's get you caught up on day one, though. If you're playing a team event, Paul, you want Ben Shelton on your squad. His energy is just unmatched, and he came out firing against Arthur Feast. Yeah, you, look, he just absolutely thrived in college tennis. This is another great team event. Look at this grinding points, great defense from Feast, and Ben finds his way to the net and ultimately finishes up there going behind Feast. The first set was a lot of nerves from both of these guys, just really tension playing for a team. You don't do that that often, but look at the heat from Ben Shelton. Look at the faces on the bench over there. 147, I think. That has just so much hurt on it. Right here's where things all went wrong for Feast. Feast was up 4-2 in the tiebreak. And I'll tell you what, Steve, four out of the next five points, just like that, unforced errors, that intensity from Ben Shelton. Telling Johnny Mac, come on, Johnny, let's get rolling. <laughs> I'll tell you what, it was so much fun to watch the energy from him and look at how well he turned it on in the second set. Got Team World going and really steamrolled in the second set. Ben Shelton was dialed in. Let's hear from him after. The type of pressure of playing for a team, um, you know, in the back of your head, it's always you don't want to let them down. But also the, the win is so much greater uh, when, when you get to do it for, for them and, and team world, uh, not just for yourself. With the team energy uh, on the line, even though it's only, you know, day one and early days in this competition, it, it, was, uh, it was a pretty high pressure match. All right, a couple players making their Labor Cup debut. Francisco Sarundolo, Alejandro Davidovich Fokina. Like Ben says, come on, Johnny. I'll say that for Wertheim. <laughs> hey, thanks. Uh, remember we talked about opportunity yesterday at this showcase event? You know who really stood out? Francisco Sarundolo from the Spanish for forehand. This guy can really play. Hardcore tennis fans know that. I'm not sure casual fans do. This guy is going to be in the top 20 soon. Won the first set. It actually could have been even more lopsided. It had a little bit of a hiccup and then came back and then just put the pressure on. Davidovich Fokina served 10 games. He was broken six times. Sarundalo said he was inspired by Johnny Mack. There we go. That's like the South, that's the South American uh, dialed in. Said he was inspired spice, by Johnny Mack there. to come to the net. He did so. Uh, yeah, exactly. A little picante. Uh, a little salsa. <laughs> Came to the net more than 20 times. He said, uh, back and row was my inspiration. I had to volley more. Uh, didn't matter. With that forehand, that's a nice player and a nice straight set win. You talk about the forehand. 15 forehand winners. Uh, put, putting a little seasoning on that performance. Could we get all straight set wins for Team World against Team Europe? Night session. And uh, for anyone who thought this was an EXO or an event where players don't care, Paul, Tune in to this drama with Felix Ojeda-Aliassime and Gail Face. Yeah, I'll tell you what, talk about spice. There was some spice in this match. Felix has had a rough year, needs some win. This is important for him to play some good tennis. And Gael Monfils, ever the entertainer. There was a little bit of a disconnect, I think, from both of these guys. Felix is there to play tennis and, and try to win right here. Gael challenges the call, gets the call in his favor. And all things are good right here, but uh, a couple little hiccups just with a nice conversation with the boys. And this is a miscue, guys. It's uh, French stuff going on. And Gael <laughs> felt like uh, he thought he was there a little bit more under the umbrella, dare I say. Yeah, a little more under the umbrella of an exhibition. 
And Felix was there to win. And I'll tell you what, uh, it is not foreign to any players in the locker room. These guys go at it at Labor Cup. There is no misconception about it being exhibition. This is a grind. This is tension. And that man right there for Team World needed to win and got it. And all things were good afterwards, I think. Yeah, everything settled after FAA said uh, it's nice to get some wins. Haven't seen those in a while. Look who flipped the coin for the night session doubles. Some guy named Roger Federer. He's got like 20 guy? Grand Slam titles or, or something like that, John. Uh, and this was high-level dubs between Francis Tiafoe, Tommy Paul, Arthur Feast, and Andre Rublev. Yeah, in, in the spirit of Federer and also of, of Rod Laver himself, these are four players best known for their singles that can also... Play some doubles. We saw a lot of shot making, a lot of tactics. I like that uh, from, from Chris Eubanks. But the, the word of the day is chemistry. It just seemed as though the, the two guys who've known each other since the juniors, who are friends, had a little bit more chemistry than Team Europe. Again, Rublev in particular is a really nice doubles player. This was fun, high-quality doubles, a lot of angles, a lot of pickups. Arthur Peace as well. Look, going behind him up the alley was Francis. Fun shot making. Um, again, four guys, probably all four of them, much better known. And look at that. Think the Bryans have anything to worry about? Team World takes it, and I think uh, that was their one miscue of the night, Paul and Francis. And <laughs> I give out like a 7.6. I think the Bryans are safe. That's actually that's not a bad score right there, 7.6. I, I, I would take that. Uh, look at the start, Steve. Look at that. Never in history, Paul, have yeah. we had 4-0 after day one, even in the Boston Massacre. That's well, we all won one point, Team World. They yeah. got that point on day one, so that's huge. Big flip around. A lot of pressure on Team Europe today. Got to get off to a good start. Got, got to do it. But once again, with the point system you mentioned, Paul, after two matches, we could be even yep. at four apiece. Every match is worth two points today on day two, three points apiece tomorrow on day three. Let's get back to Monfils and Felix Ogialiassim, though. Interesting to see Monfils, who on the sidelines was saying, listen, I don't have to play any event. I don't want to. I came here. They told me it was going to be fun. And then Felix on the other side, who's like, I, I need a win. This is serious. Yeah, look, it's always a tough thing, right? And, and that's why I said, you know, in the locker room, it's not foreign to any of these players that the players go at it, Labor Cup. I mean, you can see, uh, I think we're in year six now. The, yeah. the, they are really, every year historically, there has been so many nerves. There's been a lot of stress. So, so Gael maybe wanted to come here and, and kind of have a good time and have an exhibition. And I'll tell you what, that's really not how this event has transpired. And, and for Felix, like you said, Felix is like, guys, I got to get some wins under my belt. I want to get some confidence. I got a lot of points from last year coming off soon. I want to play good tennis. And he went out there and played a good match. Look, I think the guys had a really productive conversation. And afterwards, they seemed fine about it. It's just a little disconcerting because these are two of the nicest guys on the tour. John, for, for somebody like Felix Ojealiasim, one win since Roland Garros, I was talking to Paul earlier, maybe doesn't have the type of edge that like a Ben Shelton does having this team atmosphere where he's got players that have his back. Maybe that's good for Felix. Yeah, that, that and remember we're playing in his home country. It was interesting to me that the guy who was younger by 14 years was the one who essentially said, I need you to take this seriously. Um, I don't know if any of you guys caught what uh, tennis philosopher Nick Curio said, but I, I thought there's some about, you know, like this validity there. He basically said, look, this is Labor Cup. You can be yourself. Show your personality. These are two different approaches. But, no, I, I think Felix in Canada and also, as you say, Paul, a guy who could use a bit of a course correction. I mean, he's, he's under 500 for the year. He needs some good wins, and I think it has more heft if he knows the opponent is playing all out. But all, all good, a little bit of spice, but, uh, you know, on to day two we go. Little tahin, little tahin. Is that what that is? 
Like it can be. I like tahini. Salt and pepper. Yeah, you can use that as well. Chili peppers? Sure. Okay. <laughs> what else do you want? Look at that. Chili peppers. Human? Chocolate chip cookies for Johnny Mac. Come on, Johnny. Come on, Johnny Mac. <laughs> uh, when we come back, an unlikely American finalist breaking through in Guadalajara. How a player ranked outside the top 100 a week ago could be seated in Australia after today. We'll tell you all about it. About 15 minutes away from taking you out to day two of the Labor Cup in beautiful Vancouver, Canada. Here's the lineup, and it is for Love Team World heading into this day. Taylor Fritz looking to make it 6-0 against Andre Rublev, then Tommy Paul against Kasper Ruud. Big foe taking on Hubie Hercotch in the doubles later tonight. The action hot and heavy on the court for the forecast outside Rogers Arena. Here's Fox Weather. I'm Fox Weather's Jason Fraser, and here's today's Labor Cup forecast. We're looking at the weather over in Vancouver, Canada. We'll see periods of rain, upper 50s expected. Don't forget, you can download the Fox Weather app or stream Fox Weather from your favorite connected TV device. All right, thanks so much. Let's head to Guadalajara. We've got a 1,000 on the WTA, all-American semifinal. Sophia Kennan, Caroline Dalahide, a former major champ, John, against somebody in their first WTA semi. Erwin Dahlheim ranked 111. Remember, this is a thousand level event. This is a lot of points and a lot of money. And Dahlheim has absolutely come to play. Former UCLA commit takes the first set over Kennan and just kept the pressure on. Breaking serve, big, heavy, deep strokes from the backcourt. From Hinsdale, Illinois, trivia, birthplace of Todd Martin. But uh, this has just been an absolute career week for Carolyn Dalahide. She knows Kennan well. She was able to absolutely out-hit her and hit through her defense. Some deceptively nice movement and defense of her own. Just really solid tennis, 16 winners. This is her biggest result, and she's moving way up from 111. Oh, yeah, she's at 42 in the live rankings, can crack the top 30 with a title. Here is your women's singles final. Dalahide, third unseeded finalist at a 1,000 level this year, by far the lowest ranked, taking on Maria Sakri back in the final for the second straight year, looking to win her second career title, and this would be the biggest title of her life. It is 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific. You can see it, of course, on TC Plus and potentially on Tennis Channel as well. Uh, Asian swing underway in Zhuhai. American Seb Kordopal in action against Alexander Muller. We will try to get a little more blue tones on your screen if we can here in the second set. There's quite a few blue tones as we've seen here on the court. But for Seb Korda, what a great start. 6-1 in the first set. Some dominant tennis, power, ground strokes. And to Muller's credit, didn't go anywhere in the second set. Did a really nice job returning serve, putting pressure on Korda. Right there, Korda in third set says not so quickly. I'm turning the tide. I'm going to be the one that gets on offense. Seth Porta did not lose his serve in the third. Reestablished himself early and a nice rebound after a bumpy second set for Seth Porta. Porta 13-2 against Frenchman. So Porta moving on to his fourth quarterfinal of the season. Looking for his first title. Taking on Echeverry of Argentina. What else do you like in this uh, Final eight. Did you say fourth quarter final or fourth? Quarter oh, that's final? a good. I see what you did there. Mm, yeah, okay. Well done. Very okay. witty, Paul. Yeah, a lot, a lot of good stuff <laughs> going on. Karatsev with a big win uh, over Murray. Nori's going to be always dangerous. Like to see Mackie McDonald come back and play some good tennis after a tough Davis Cup week.
And now look who's getting ready to play just around the corner. Uh, where does this salad rank on tour? Uh, uh, can I three? steal some of that? <laughs> I mean, can you guys, come on, yeah. Huska, get me some of uh, Rublev's salad, would you? <laughs> that, that is some, that is, those are some leafy greens right there. Uh, well, on the anniversary of his retirement, we're going to hear from that guy. Roger Federer himself sat down with Jim Courier for a late-night convo on the court. Back on TC Live, leading into day two of the Labor Cup. Tommy Paul, second up today, taking on Casper Rude. He is uh, getting loose and limber, Paul. Got to get ready. Got to get that uh, shoulder and elbow ready. He's had some elbow history uh, issues with the elbow. That, look, Johnny Matt going into a little technique. I like it. Yeah. Locker room, right? <laughs> Love these behind-the-scenes <laughs> photos we're seeing of the players. It was one year ago today that Roger Federer played his last match teaming up with his biggest rival, good friend Rafa Nadal, to play doubles at the Labor Cup. The scenes that would follow were pure, emotional, raw, and beautiful. The end of an era, not just for Federer, but Fidal, the big three. Jim Courier sat down with Roger last night to reflect on that and everything that's happened since. We miss you. Do you miss tennis? Do you miss being out on tour? Of course. Of course I do. Of course I do, guys. Um, I, I, yeah, in a way I miss everything about uh, the game and uh, the exciting moments spent on court, the break points saved, uh, winning match points, holding up trophies, uh, walking past fans, taking selfies. It's all part of one big happy family on the tour. Um, I still have those moments from time to time, you know, when, when I went to Wimbledon or I went to Halle and I, I've made myself a promise that I will be no stranger to the tour. I will try to come back from time to time, not all the time, but from time to time. And, uh, and that's why I'm so happy to be here as well. Also, it's been beautiful to be at home more. I mean, I've been also been traveling, been busy, but uh, you know, it's great to don't have the weight of another match, of another practice where maybe the body is not right. And uh, just spending time with friends and family has been an incredible. It's been an incredible year, honestly. Um, but sure, I do miss a lot of the the places that I used to travel to regularly, and I have so many friends there, and we used to have the best time. And um, yeah, so can't have it all. I've had it for 25 years and it was incredible and I would do it all over again, but uh, it came to an end in a great way. Roger, Roger rocks the IFB pretty well, um, so certainly maybe some commentary is in his future. Who knows? Uh, Rafa, by the way, made a cameo, asked him a question as well. This was at 2 a.m. Eastern that this aired, so we're going to have more of this on TC Live tomorrow, more from Roger Federer. What was your takeaway? Look, I, I think he's um, a very sentimental guy, and he's very nostalgic, and I think ultimately one of his biggest gifts is perspective. I mean, he understands life. He understands what he has been able to do uh, for so many years, but he understands also that uh, no one has beaten father time. And, and he, he loves his life. He loves tennis. He loves the sport of tennis. Um, but I think I'm pretty sure he's got enough going on that he's going to be pretty busy anyway. <laughs> and he likes that part of his life, too. And he loves to be out here. We're going to see him at tournaments from time to time, like you said, so he won't be a stranger. Exactly. Did, did you guys catch T Tommy Paul in the New Balance hat? I think Roger should have a New Balance hat put up because I think he's real. I mean, he said yesterday, he said, look, I, I don't watch whole matches, but I still keep posts on tennis and I still watch the highlights. 
stocks and the, than the live scores. And I think that's sort of more macro. That's what he's doing with his life. He's still part of the scene. The Labor Cup is as strong as ever. He's still there, but he also is able to explore different avenues, some of that family, some of that business that he wasn't able to do when he was a full-time player. So I think he's really thread this needle very nicely. He's still part of the sport of the ecosystem, but he's not 24-7 tennis anymore. And uh, yet yet another balance that he has uh, handled quite elegantly and delicately. Jim asked him last night, what, what was your favorite Labor Cup match? He says, Team Isner, Dominic Team John Isner. I think he pulls his match. He's like, I love big servers. Like, I love watching a guy just rain down aces. I was like, okay, I see you, Roger. There's uh, Taylor Fritz. Uh, he's trying to rain down some aces today against Andre Rublev. He sure is. T. Fritz, Wolfgang Oswald in the background. Wolf, crack that whip, baby. Get going, T. Fritz. Got to bring the A game today. <laughs> Got to bring it. 4-3 head-to-head Fritz against Rublev. They are getting ready to go. About seven minutes from walking out onto the arena, Rogers Arena. No affiliation to Roger Federer, though we may think it's a great, uh, great little synergy there. Tomorrow, it's the final day of the Labor Cup. TC Live follows the action with all of your championship celebration. You don't want to miss that, but more TC Live after a quick break. Moments away from heading out to Rogers Arena in Vancouver. Day two of the Labor Cup. A lot of love. Hey, look at that. We got Team Europe and Team World. It's, it's love for everyone. I like it. I like it. There we go. Some more, go. Some more exercising for Taylor Fritz. Getting ready to go against Andre Rublev. Fritz playing with a four-love lead. Team World has never been in this position before. Of course, they won last year the Labor Cup for the very first time. And here they are in the lead today on day two as we take a look at the lineup. Fritz, Paul, and Foe. All, all the three big American guns, John, are being sent out by Captain Johnny Mack. Yeah, exactly. Big day for uh, for the Americans to try and, if not seal this, at least cushion and add and pad this lead. Interesting head-to-heads. Uh, Taylor Fritz and Rublev, the first one. I think that, in a lot of ways, will set the tempo for the rest of the afternoon with the two big hitters. Yeah, uh, it could certainly do that. Let's take a look at the odds right now. Bet MGM actually has Andre Rublev as a slight favorite taking on Taylor Fritz. Ooh. I don't know. It's 4-3 four, four, Fritz. I, I know Rublev won in Monte Carlo earlier this year. It's three sets. It's clay. I don't, what do you think? You know, Rublev's ranked higher right now. Look yeah. at those numbers. There's not a huge gap between, but I, I, I think there's so much familiarity. They played and grew up in the juniors together as well. This is going to be really not a lot of secrets and just who executes better today. All right, next up, it's Casper Rude and Tommy Paul. 3-1 Rude head-to-head. John, who do you think is going to take that match? On the head-to-head, you would say Rude. You guys remember, they had a great five-setter, different sur- surface, different circumstances, but a lot of familiarity with these guys as well. Rude, only four spots higher in the rankings, probably a slight favorite, but very easy on a fast indoor surface. Very easy to see Tommy Paul just hitting through him. What do you guys think? Now we've got Francis Tiafo and Hubie Hercotch. They're no strangers to one another either. They've played five times. Hubie has a slight edge. What does Francis need to do to win this match? He needs to take care of his service game, and he needs to find a way to impact the Hercotch second serve. If he does that, he can create some doubt, drop the first service percentage of Hubie Hercotch. If you do that, you got a good chance. If you don't, you're facing a lot of cannons coming your way, and that's what you want to avoid if you're Francis. John, what do you think? 
Yeah, not not unlike Felix. Francis could use uh, a, a nice outing. This is a winnable match. Yeah, these guys played at the Next Gen Finals five years ago, so you really see these guys grow up, and they've grown up together too. A lot of familiarity between the two of them. Shouldn't be too many secrets, but I, I think Francis probably ought to come through this, guys. Uh, that's a great point, John. I love the fact that they played each other in the Next Gen, came up together, and then here they are. All right, Team World, for love, after day one. Who is leading after today, Paul? Team World's leading after today. All right. John, what do you think? Yeah. Yep. Not, uh, not the, they can't seal it, but uh, they'll pad, pad that lead. Pad that lead. Had that lead. And then tomorrow, at least one match is guaranteed tomorrow. We'll Pull see how many chair. they need. Pull up a chair. We get a lot of tennis today. A lot of tennis. And three big-name Americans all in action, starting with Taylor Fritz. I like this. Wolfgang's got him doing... Uh, Little, little shadow swings as well. Yeah. All right, let's head out to Vancouver. Day two of the 2023 Labor Cup. Andrew Krasny has all the intros.